Welcome to the Morning Coffee with Alan podcast, the less is more approach to personal development. Hello and welcome to the Morning Coffee with Alan podcast, the podcast where I really try to share a less is more approach to personal development. And in this episode, I'm going to be really kind of laying the foundations for what to expect on this podcast. Now, I should say, this is a work in progress, and I'm completely open to this podcast, uh, you know, sort of growing and blossoming and just taking taking form as I go. Uh, but I'm going to share with you some things that um, right now look like where I want to take this and what, what you can expect, at least in the, in the uh, near future. So why am I doing this? Why am I doing a, a Morning Coffee with Alan podcast? And Well, the first reason is because I really want to begin to document my journey. You know, as I record this, it's this crazy year of 2020. And um, I really feel like the last, oh, I don't know, three or four years um, have really sort of prepared me for, you know, for this crazy time that we're experiencing right now in, in the world. And I know that a lot of people are are suffering. I know a lot of people are going through um, difficult circumstances, to say the least. Um, and I feel fortunate to have uh, an understanding to to fall back on that has really really served me. Now, one of the things that uh, I want to say right off the bat is, you know, I most of you, if you're listening to this podcast, you might really know me as a, a faster of tea practitioner. Uh, over the last couple of years, I haven't really been too involved with that modality, and so I'm going to kind of share with you my thoughts on on that, and and you know, explain to you why why I haven't haven't been as active in that community. Um, and, and also, um, what direction I'm heading and why I think it's important and why, why it's really helped me and the experience I've had working with clients over the last few years. Um, and hopefully you'll get something out of it, you know, um, I want to go on a journey with you. I want I want us to kind of go on this journey together, and so this might not be for everybody. Uh, you know, this is going to be, this is going to be. Sometimes I'm I might make a lot of sense, and sometimes I might not, and that's going to be kind of the nature of uh, of these talks. Because what I this understanding that I've sort of been able to fall back on and that's really helped me so tremendously over the last few years uh, it's not a technique it's not a modality uh, it really is more of a way to 
see your life, to see life in general, to see your experience of life in a way that can really do something for you. And, and you know, just to back up a little bit, it's what are we all looking for? You know, I think that uh, whether we're, we're chasing our goals, you know, and we have big audacious goals or dreams that we want to accomplish, or, uh, you know, we want to, um, you know, whatever it is we want to do, I, I think that most of us are looking to have those things, whether it's a, it's an, whether it's an experience, a trip, a place to go, a money amount of money in the bank, or uh, a title, or a job, or a relationship, or you know any of these things. What most of us are looking for is what we think those things are going to make us feel. Right, we're looking for feelings, and the amazing thing about that is that. Feelings don't come from anything outside of us. Like, feelings are an internal production. Now, it's not to say that we shouldn't go looking or, you know, go creating experiences and going on trips and planning vacations and, um, you know, just looking to have an overall more pleasant experience of life. I think that uh, there's nothing wrong with with doing things, I think that if we do it from a place of more clarity and uh, and uh, just more more, if we have less writing on it, if that makes sense, if we have less writing on it, then we're free to just kind of enjoy the whole process. Like, what's the point of buying that new home? Let's say, as an example if the journey to get there is so stressful and so just, you know, driving you crazy and there's so much drama and and all of that. What what's the point? Why not why not enjoy that process? Why not understand that uh life rarely goes the way we think it's gonna go. And the more we can sort of uh bob and weave with life as it occurs, as it happens to us, um, I think the overall more pleasant experience we're going to have. So I don't know if that makes sense, but this is this is kind of the journey that I've been on and, and that I want to share with you. Again, I really believe that, um, that there is a less is more approach to personal development. And when I say personal development, I'm really talking about you know, sort of changing your relationship with with yourself. And, you know, my I'll, I'll probably share my story on a different episode, but, you know, one of the reasons that I began to gravitate further and further away from Fastery of Tea, I don't know if that's the right way to say that, <laughs> one of the reasons I've been able, I've started, uh, you know, promoting faster EFT, let's see, let's say, uh, is because of a curious phenomenon. So I'll share, I'll share a little story with you, uh, something that occurred to me a while back. And, and um, 
so you know I've been on this journey for a long time, and one of the reasons I got I gravitated towards a lot of these different modalities was because I had a lot of anxiety, I had a lot of angst, I had a lot of, um, you know, uh, self doubt and low self esteem. Not always, but enough of the time where it it often was debilitating, you know. And I, I would have really good highs, and then find myself uh, the next moment in deep lows and it was a pain in the ass right and so when I found certain modalities um, starting with like uh, you know neurolinguistic programming um, and then moving into hypnosis and uh, EFT emotional freedom technique and then faster EFT and on and on and on what what would happen is I would um, have a particular challenge and I would uh, quote unquote work on it right with these modalities and uh, it would seem like oh wow I feel a lot better now that doesn't bother me anymore and so I would kind of be on this high and think man I've made it this is awesome I love this stuff and and I'd sort of ride that high out for a while, and then, uh, and then, one day I would notice that I was repeating the same patterns of behavior, or I was have I would have a repeat of uh, you know the 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 very thing that I was trying to change or overcome. In other words, life would just happen, right? And what began to happen was I would, I would get really down on myself for repeating different habits of behavior or thoughts, thinking that I had overcome them. And what began to happen was I began to add layers of thinking on top of, you know, layers of self-talk, layers of self-doubt, layers of, uh, you know, insecurity, so it just became uh, this heavy weight that I would carry around on myself. And it made the lows much more lower than they needed to be, if that makes sense. And I see this in a lot of different um, modalities. I see this with a lot of clients that I work with that are coming from different modalities. Um, I've seen people in the law of attraction, f you know, arena who may have felt like they, you know, have had it worked for them at one point and then in this other area in their life, uh, they tried to do the law of attraction, whatever that means, and, and it didn't work and they got so down on themselves because they, they, you know, in their minds they weren't doing it right and so they got really really down and depressed not realizing not recognizing that that was their dominant thought you know they were just getting down on themselves so no matter how many affirmations they read uh, no matter how many smiles they put on their face underneath it they were cultivating that self self-doubt and worry and anxiety and everything else and this is so common um, I know it was for me and so deep down inside, I really kind of knew there was something else going on. And back in 2009, I think it was, I was introduced to um, the work of Sydney Banks. And it had 
a bit of an effect on me. You know, I, I, uh, and so I'll be talking a lot about, I don't know if I'll be talking a lot about Sidney Banks, but Sidney Banks, his work and his, his, um, his area of teachings that it became to be known as the three principles and many of uh, the people that worked with him, uh, I ended up studying with them and um, getting a lot of support from them, particularly um, a coach of mine who never actually worked with Sydney, but ended up working with a lot of people who studied under Sydney. And his name is uh, Jamie Smart. And Jamie was actually one of my NLP sort of guys that I would go to, you know. I found him on, on YouTube years and years and years ago. And, uh, it, you know, over 10 years ago. And uh, and I noticed that he had some courses. He had a company built around NLP. And so I was looking to model the masters. I was looking to look at people who really had their shit together. And he looked like he had it together. What I eventually found out, and you know, he's told this story before. What I eventually found out is that even though he had this, one of the best um, NLP businesses, online businesses, uh, you know, in the world at the time, with products and um, seminars and everything else, he turns out he was miserable. Like he was, he was doing all the things he thought he was supposed to be doing, but on the inside, he wasn't feeling fulfilled. And he ended up getting some coaching and got introduced to this understanding. And it he had an insight. And his insight drove him, uh, inspired him, I should say, to, to change course in his business. Like to drop the NLP business and totally move in a different direction. Now, for me, it did not happen quite abru so abruptly. <laughs> this was back in 2010, I think it is, when uh, when Jamie announced to his email list that he was going to be changing directions. And that made me take notice. Like, I sort of went, okay, wait a minute. What, what in the world would have him totally drop everything and switch gears? And so... I took notice, and that's when I did my own research, and I started looking into the field of what has become known as the three principles. And I, I saw something. I, I spoke to some people. Um, I, I read the books. I listened to the tapes, and I was touched. I was affected uh, in a way. There was something there. But I remember. Uh, telling my girlfriend about it at the time, and, and I said, um, I said, you know, there's something here. There's something I, I think I might need to pursue this. And in my effort to explain what I saw, of course, it sounded, sounded very, uh, you know, airy fairy and kind of flighty and, and everything else. And so, rightfully so, she kind of looked at me like, uh, that sounds okay, but what about your tapping business? Because I had already established myself as a, as a practitioner of this tapping, and I had helped a lot of people already at that point. And when she said that, uh, I immediately got insecure, and I, and I thought, oh, you're right. Like, no, I can't. I'm on this journey. Like, I got to stick to this journey. Now, it should be said that I, I still think that if you were using 
I'll say this, if you're using a modality like tapping or anything else and you really feel like you're getting value from it, keep doing it, you know, keep using what works for you because what you'll what you'll find that I end up saying a lot is you know, it's not the modality that's doing the heavy lifting. It's the insight and realization that reminds you about the modality, you know, that, that, you know, it's that space, you know, like for something like uh, neurolinguistic programming, you have to remember to use it. Uh, same goes with, with tapping, same goes with anything, right? Any modality. You have to have an awareness to apply it, right? With faster EFT, I think one of the brilliant, one of the reasons I loved it so much was because it really, it made sense to me. It made sense that, you know, tapping was a way to sort of change course. It was a way to sort of interrupt my habitual thought patterns and, you know, sort of pivot in a new direction. But you still have to remember when to use it. And so what I've become really interested in is what has you remember to use it? And if we take a step back further, what else can occur to you in those moments? Like what if there was one answer to all of your problems, all of your pains, all of your issues, your symptoms? What if there was one answer and it was the same every single time. Well, that's what I'm proposing here. Is that seeing the simplicity of life. Seeing the true nature of how your experience is being created from moment to moment. Seeing that you are so much more than your problems or your circumstances or your ideas about who you are or your name or your job or your body or any of that. You're so much more. And so what I've found is that if we, if we begin to wake up, if we begin to look in that direction more and more, you know, if we look in the direction of really the, the sp it's, a, it's a spiritual aspect, right? It's like you can't, you, can't, uh, you can't hold this in your hand, right? But But if you're open, to the possibility that there may be a different, that there may be more to see in regards to your current situation. If you're open to the possibility that the world, there may be more beyond the way the world looks to you already, 
you know, one of the most simplistic ways to look at this is um, is the fact that typically the more we have on our mind, you know, the more we, the more cluttered our our uh, our mind is. Generally, the more uptight we're going to be, like the more uncomfortable our experience is going to be, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> So that's kind of like, just stepping back a little bit, that's kind of like a really good rule of thumb, right? If I'm having an uneasy experience, right, whether it's frustration, anxiety, anger, uh, anything, right? If it's uncomfortable, well, that just means that I've got a lot on, on my mind. That means you have a lot on your mind, right? And, you know, if you're like me, I... I had this experience just on the way over here today and I got caught in thought. And the thought was something to the effect of, oh, you know, it's 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 too bad you just haven't had a lot of education. You you're kinda you're kinda lazy and you know, you don't uh you're not quite as smart as, as other people. There's other people out there that are way smarter than you, you know, they just know more. Um they have more motivation, they have more <laughs> this and that, whatever it was. And uh, for a while, that, you know, as I was driving, I was in that thought, I was caught up in that thought, and man, it looked it looked very real to me. It looked like, yep, you know, <laughs> I was sitting there going, yeah, boy, you know, you, voice, whoever you are, right? <laughs> You're right, yeah, I'm really, boy, I, I suck. And and I was in so I was in that experience and it didn't feel very good. And then all of a sudden I dropped out of it and I it was a realization, it was an insight. It was it was an insight into how my experience of life was being created in that moment. Well, it was being created by m me sort of shining my conscious awareness on you know onto that particular thought and feeding it you know I was just sort of feeding it and as I fed it it grew it grew fatter and fatter until I woke up until I woke up and when I woke up I started laughing out loud because I saw that that feeling, that thought did not mean anything. The only meaning it had was what I was agreeing to <clears throat> in that moment, right? So I was giving it meaning. I was accepting it as truth. But the reality is it was nothing but a thought going through my awareness. And as I saw that, I was free. I was free. And I saw it so clearly that I laughed out loud and there's just nothing more freeing than that than seeing beyond you know the these old habitual thought patterns right so so here's what i what i know there's always more to see there is always more to see in life and you and i are on the same journey we are you know, our experience is created through the same mechanism, if you will. Like, we are 
consciousness experiencing life through these bodies and everything that we experience is thought generated and be even though our experience may be separate and that is you know how you see the world is different from me your experiences are different how our experiences are created is happening the same way and so that means we have that in common my friend and that's what this podcast is really all about it's about going on that journey uh, together and exploring together right so there's always more to see Uh, like i said modalities are wonderful I think that they're stepping stones, and if you are willing to take the next step and to see something with a little more deeply, um, I'm holding my hand out there for you. And and to be clear, I'm not I'm not saying that I have all the answers. I get caught up in bullshit all the time, right? All the time, but I find myself snapping out of it more and more and more and uh, more readily like I don't hang around and muck around in the bullshit uh, as long you know quite as long as I used to and that's nice it really is nice Um, you know I mentioned the different layers of thinking just to be aware of that you know I think that um, to be aware that you know for me one of the the toughest things to pull myself out of was this sneaky way that thought can sort of um, come in in layers. And you may see the illusion of of thought uh, in one area of your life, but in another area of your life, uh, it, it, it you know, it's it's too habitual. It's too you know you've just you've just accepted it for too long and it's and it it it's really sticky you know so i got to tell you that continuing to look in this direction is the most liberating thing uh and you may not see it overnight you may you may have <laughs> an epiphany and you know that that trickles out into all these different areas of your life for me, because I was so wrapped up into this idea of personal development and, and uh, self-improvement and yada, 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 I would have big highs and big lows, as I mentioned before. And so what I'm really looking at uh, now is how to have you know, a more flow uh, state of life. You know, and, and this, to me, is what a flourishing life is. A flourishing life is being able to, you know, uh, navigate the ups and downs of our experience with more, uh, with more grace, you know. And uh, so all that I ask, you know, if you're willing to go on this journey with me is that you're open to seeing more. And, uh, and probably the most important thing is don't take what I say as gospel. really reflect and you know reflect on your own experience right get reflective on your own experience and try this try this out 
So I hope this wasn't too rambly. Um, probably was. But uh, I'll say that probably some of these podcasts are going to be a little more um, succinct and others are going to be me kind of uh, rambling. And then some of them are going to be conversations with my friends and colleagues. And uh, those are some that I'm really looking forward to. Rather than being interview format, I'm really looking forward to just having conversations and having deep conversations. And I might have some clients on here as well and share some coaching conversations with you. So that's it for this one, I think. And uh, I just want to say, you know, if you would like more information on how to work with me, uh, I'm currently open to uh, to working with a small group of people. You can go to alancombies.com, and the first step is really just to have a 30-minute conversation with me, and that is really an introductory call, so you and I can just have a quick chat, and I can get to know a little bit about what you how the world looks to you, and I'm willing to answer any questions, of course, that you might have. And then from there, we would uh, take a look at what's the next step, and uh, we'd probably, if it made sense to work together, we'd book another call and uh, dive a little deeper and come up with a game plan of working together. So you can go to alancombies.com to check that out. And uh, I want to thank you for listening. (laughs) It's really going to, I'm really uh, curious myself to see where where all of this goes and i'm really honored to have you with me along on this journey all right this is alan combies wishing you peace love and clarity we'll see you in the next one take care